and welcome to The Beacons Are Lit, a Lord of the Rings podcast. Who am I, Kelly? I'm the host, Mike Marbeck. <laughs> and today I am joined by Kelly Conrad. Hey there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool today. What can I do? You know? <laughs> Mac Aaron. Oh, hey there. <laughs> Stacy Lines. Hi. All right. Uh, so last week, we forgot, and by we, I mean I forgot <laughs> that we end every podcast that we do for Crossroads Comedy, every single podcast <laughs> with winners and losers. <laughs> and we've been doing it for 10 years, and I forgot. So I would like us to begin first by naming our winners and losers for part two, for our part two, covering Fellowship of the Ring. So we'll start with the losers. Stacy, who you got? Oh, my loser is definitely the Nazgul who looked into the root <laughs> of the tree and still never got the ring. <laughs> he was about three inches from it and he came up short and he's mm. my loser for that episode. Big whiff. It was a big yeah. whiff. It yep. was a swing and it just not even a good swing. And it yeah. was a whiff. Yeah. And if they yeah. had any kind of animals in the forest that would have been like, dude, you were right there. Yeah. You were right, oh, yeah. You were right he there. He went back to work with his tail between his legs. I'm going to tell mm. you that right now. So well, that's definitely not flying around. That's not a situation that you like tell the other Nazgul. You no. just keep that one to yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You show mm -hmm. up and you're like, uh, what's this ring look like anyway? Like, yeah. I realize we never big... talked about it. Yeah. I've never, I've personally never seen it. So. The shininess <laughs> factor. What is it? Anyway, let's get, grab lunch. <laughs> uh, that's who's your loser. Got to go with the, the gatekeeper of Bree. Guy had got a tough time from the hobbits uh, when, when they showed up. You know, they called him out for just, like doing his job kind of. And uh, and then he got an even tougher time when he got run over by all the Nazgul on their horses. Um, yeah. You know, shout out to, to other Kelly, Kelly in Philadelphia. <laughs> grandfather. Uh, hope he's doing Amazing all right. Hope he recovered okay. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. like yeah. a loser in more of like a, you're not a loser, but you lost, you know? Yeah, he, he lost, yeah. Yeah. And Kelly. My loser for this one is kind of a big one. Uh, I'm going to say Gandalf. Mm. Um, he learns that a mentor, a friend is totally um, not someone that he thought he was. They got into a really bad fight. Yeah. Bad wizard. It's hard fight. to come back from with yeah. that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they just I, were burned. I, oh my gosh. Um, yeah. Yeah. Ugh, it's emotional um but yeah men <laughs> falling apart over here yeah i feel like mentally emotionally physically gandalf was hurting in that last one mm -hmm. yeah 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 yeah, yeah he uh, came i agree to with all... on, on the roof of a building which is like in all through the building yeah if you're blacking in and you're on the roof of a building it's not good no bueno no. yeah in a tight spot mm -hmm. yeah my loser was gandalf uh, I'm going to go with my my backup, which is Farmer Maggot. Can't grow yeah. shit without everybody coming through and stealing his crops. Tough break, tough break. Especially yeah. if he not only uses those to live on, but also to sell, like at a at a nearby market or fair of some sort. And they're coming through, stealing his shit, his food, and his money. It's not cool, <laughs> Mary and Pippin. Uh, and let's hit the winners, Kelly. Yes. So this is kind of an unconventional winner, but I'm going to go with them. The hobbits as a whole are winners to me because they team up with Aragorn um, and they don't know it at the time, 
but like huge win for them. Yeah. Mm. I can get behind that. Yeah. Thank that. you. Man, this that was is yours, tough. wasn't it? Uh, this, uh, well, you know, one of the hobbits, maybe, but <laughs> I guess I'll just took all of them. The whole race. Uh, maybe uh, winners here. The all the all the people at the prancing pony that weren't hobbits uh, just got like a really had a really great night full of stories to tell later on. Mm-hmm. Like they just saw a, a hobbit disappear out of nowhere. Um, They're having a great time. <laughs> Uh, drinking as a rowdy crowd. Uh, yeah, I mean, it might have ended early once the uh, once the Black Riders came along, but I think overall they got some good stories out of the night. Good yeah, for them, for sure. Mm. Stacy, this is hard. Um, I didn't expect Kelly to take all the hobbits. So... <laughs> <laughs> I know. I told you it's unconventional. It's unconventional. I might, singular I are might, still on the table. I might. Yeah, I might break it down a little bit more. Um, for me, it's, it's a toss up. Can we do toss ups or should I, pick uh, one? I would say pick one and then we can, okay. No ties. I, then I'm going to pick Mary. I'm going to tell you why. Um, I think I know why, because, because he was also mine. <laughs> <laughs> because he knew the shortcut. So yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And if without mm. that, I mean, I think we saw how close the rates were to getting That's good. all yeah. of them. And I think without mm. that little ferry, um, that would have been it. That would have been that. So I think Mary's navigational system was the winner here for me. Mary comes through a lot. Mm-hmm. This is the first of yeah. many times we'll come through. Yeah. Uh, Mary was my, my. Do you want my other one, Mike? Not, not yet. <laughs> uh, not just yet. Uh, just gift. <laughs> Mary was my my winner for for reasons previously stated. But I'm going to go with, uh, and this is another unconventional one. Another oh. unconventional winner here, babe. Well, uh, let's hear it, babe. <laughs> Saruman. Saruman the Wise. <laughs> Whoa. You really invented yeah. that one. Yeah. Saruman. Um. <laughs> Saruman. <laughs> Saruman. From Saruman, babe. babe. Saruman, babe. <laughs> For a minute, it was like kind of Jamaican sounding. And then it went to <laughs> Liverpool. Went to, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's Saruman because... At least short term, he he's he won. You know, yeah. he is he's got he believes he's on the winning side. He won the battle with uh, with Gandalf. He's got two of those badass wands, stabs. Is it stabs? Staffs. 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 Staves. Yeah. Staves. Um, <laughs> Staves. Stave. So, yeah. The White Wizard <laughs> is my my winner. All right. So we start with uh, them back on the road. They're back on the road after surviving the assault of the Black Riders, who I guess just were like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> you know, they're not here. Let's just keep on, you know, spread out. Uh, yeah, you no. take that way, you take that way, but let's not all of us look where they're actually going. And we have that great moment with, um, with Pip asking about breakfast. I've already had breakfast. What about breakfast? We've already had it. We've had one, yes. What about second breakfast? I don't think he knows about second breakfast, Pip. What about elevensies? Luncheon, afternoon tea, dinner, supper. He knows about them, doesn't he? I wouldn't count on it. What's elevensies? Elevensies? Around 11 a.m. 
Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. It's between like second breakfast and I guess afternoon tea. tea. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But with tea, I'm assuming it's like it's a brunch. English tea where they're eating small sandwiches, maybe. Yeah. Some biscuits. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Biscuits. Or biskies. Yeah. I guess it's I thought that maybe Elevensies was afternoon tea, but he, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah no, I think it's it. like, I, I, you have to wonder the Hobbit's daily schedule. Like how early are they getting up? Because if they're getting up at like 5 a.m., a breakfast and a second breakfast is not crazy. No. I mean, I have two breakfasts yes. pretty I regularly. Work. Breakfast and second breakfast this morning. I got to tell you yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. Good thing you got that off your chest. I did. <laughs> Thank you. Was, for I've been thinking about it all day. <laughs> <laughs> a little mind blowing. I don't know, maybe, but that Aragorn wakes them up for breakfast and then they don't stop walking until nightfall. How do you expect someone to go all day on one small meal? Yeah. I mean, when, when they get to Weathertop, they are pooped. Yes. Yeah. They're they famous. Like, yeah. Absolutely. They are so and tired. This is before they get the um, uh, elven bread. Lemon right. bread. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they're hungry, but they're on the road. And uh, <laughs> they're getting swarmed by, by gnats and flies Ugh. and, yeah. What do they yeah. eat? What do they, they eat if hobbit? not hobbit? Yeah. <laughs> in the swamp. That looked so uncomfortable. And I'm wondering where in New Zealand that was. I was like, oh, is that a real you want to visit fog? <laughs> no, that looks like a nightmare. That looks like my nightmare environment. Like wet and bitey. No, thank you. Yeah. yeah. No. Looks Can't get awful. comfortable there. Yeah. 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 I don't know anyone who's like, oh yeah, sign me up, but <laughs> not me. <laughs> mm -hmm. That would be like if there is a uh, a hostel like movie, but they're doing like a Lord of the Rings tour, uh, one of the people would be like, "Hey, you want to see where they filmed the you know the bog where they were getting eaten alive by by gnats and shit?" And then bad shit happens, of course. Not the dead marshes, the one that's like in fellowship. <laughs> it's like two seconds that one. No dead bodies, just a bunch of yeah. insects. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, and then they're stranded and picked off one by one. This is like All one right. of my favorite tropes is that like Aragorn is like so badass that he's like unaffected by gnats. But like in reality, don't you think he'd be like this shit again? Like this is uncomfortable. I'm being bitten. Like, I don't know. And he's just... like leading a bunch yeah. of like hobbits who are complaining, or at least one of them is complaining a lot. He's got to <laughs> deal yeah. with that. Yeah. Keep their spirits up. Keep them going. No. Yeah. He's got his hands full. And he can't even be like, you know what? Shut up. Or I will turn this what will be a fellowship right around. <laughs> you gotta think though, he's probably thinking like Gandalf said there would be like one, maybe yeah. two. Like, what the <laughs> hell? I didn't sign up for this shit. This is too much. I'm not a babysitter, Gandalf. <laughs> Four times as many. I can't babysit these full grown men, these full half grown men. Once again, <laughs> full grown men. These 40 year olds give or take uh I'm yeah 90. so then we have a nice little moment <laughs> he is he's like 80 mid i'm tired get off <laughs> yeah he's too old for this shit i do Strider i do is... want to see the uh donald glover uh as aragorn version of this movie yeah. uh, is that right danny glover danny, danny i always glover. get there i always get one of them the lethal weapon yeah. i would love to see him as aragorn <laughs> i'm too old for this shit <laughs> yeah uh Strider singing in Elvish. This part's so funny to me. The <laughs> I think like it that. is 
it is it is sweet and great but like the i think it's like an i think it's part of the extended edition like i don't think it's in the theatrical cut and it definitely feels like it because like we enter into that scene very suddenly and like he's already singing but he doesn't sing for that log and then like frodo's like who is she and aragorn (laughs) turns around and gives him a look like Oh, did you did you hear that? Did you <laughs> did you hear me singing, singing right next to you into the night? Like you heard me loud enough to know that there was a woman protagonist in this song, and you want to know more about her? Okay, let's go. I guess yeah. I'll tell you. Yeah, and that woman protagonist, uh, Lady of Luthien, elf maiden who gave her love to Baron, a mortal. I wonder if this is going to be relevant at any point. It's only slightly relevant if you know that Luthien is like a great, 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 great grandmother of Elrond, I think. Mm. So well, it's like, oh, history repeating itself with her great, great granddaughter. Yeah, but more like, I think more on the nose, it just parallels his experience with Arwen. I think that's more. Yeah, yeah that's um, what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 And Stacey it, gave like the Tolkien related. Can I tell you guys something um, kind of funny that I found out? Cause I started reading um, the fellowship of the ring and I got through the, the preface, which was like the editor's note. I got mm-hmm. through that and I haven't started any of the Tolkien <laughs> text, but um, did you know that Strider's original name was Trotter? And it got changed in a very, very late draft. We were like seconds away from Aragorn's nickname being Trotter. Trotter's no good. No, a, it man. is not good. What a good last minute change. Whoever the editor was on that. I think smart. it was just Tolkien himself. It? And it's like, yeah. it just goes to show you that like everyone makes mistakes. You oh know? yeah, apparently he doesn't take <laughs> notes. Apparently like Tolkien didn't like... <laughs> after the hobbit he was like i I don't take i don't do editor notes you're publishing whatever i give you (laughs) i think that's i think that's true there's like a lot that i read about like his notes and what they were and they do have some pages and it's like faint faint pencil that they can't even like make out and even he was like correcting like appendices being like i don't know who's related to who let's just write this (laughs) i can't keep track of that so much yeah (laughs) i'm too old for this shit Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah trotter's no good trotter no I'm glad good. that didn't survive yeah fine by me <laughs> we go to saruman who is wreaking havoc on the land oh, like my God. and it was so nice it, it was, was so nice gorgeous. we last we saw it so nice yeah flush with green it was great and now it's yeah. just dark and dreary like the best park you would want to go to like just nice paths like it looked like a middle earth university so nice oh my god (laughs) (laughs) rivendell rivendell might be the university (laughs) well rivendell we'll get to this rivendell is definitely the spa of middle earth and (laughs) isengard is like the harvard of middle earth (laughs) um oh my god yeah i dug that huge hole it was mufasa pride rock and then when we go back to it, <laughs> it is Scar Pride Rock. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Build me an army they, worthy of Mordor. That tree they pull down, if you were like, draw a perfect tree, it would be <laughs> yeah. that tree. It was yeah. the most gorgeous tree I've ever, it like, it like went in like how you draw it when you're young with like the roots coming up and then like the leaves billowing out. And I was like, that's a perfect tree. Gone. Picture Second. perfect mm-hmm. tree. Yeah. They, they sunk those 
orc so or those uh urukai pits like so fast those like they went so deep into the earth in a matter of <laughs> what must be days i don't know <laughs> yeah. the exact time but... was probably like all the way in moria be like what's going on like what's what's <laughs> happening over there <laughs> and now it's almost <laughs> What's going on? What's happening, Pokes man? his head out of the window. I'm wow. rumbling, man. <laughs> He's Owen Wilson. Yeah. Uh, uh, what orders from Mordor, my lord? What does the eye command? And they're just tearing everything down. And you hear the uh, you hear the trees too. You hear a lot of like, not just like yeah timber stuff, but you hear some. And but we will. It'll moans. be a while before we we know what's really going on there. But like, yeah, moans and groans. Like, good, like creaking and like mm-hmm. stretching and thumping. Um, and that they, there's that great line of like, the trees are strong, my lord. Oh, my their God. roots grow deep. Rip <laughs> them all down. Yeah, man. Yeah. Weather top. Oh, my God. Yeah. One, of the be- one of the best sequences. Once the great watchtower of Amansu. Mm. Yeah. And like the location, like I know the wide shot of um, weather top is like, cg or whatever but like just the the that like that huge rock that they found it's just like mm-hmm. so perfect like it looks so spot on what like mm-hmm. the on the description uh the, the, like of it in the book sure. and then uh and then it's a set up top of like that that whole vibe of like the, when they're up top and uh with the top of the statues like staring in on them and like just the, the whole look of it's so cool um but first, I guess we got to get to Mary and Pippin blowing up their whole entire spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, this is also where I think overall for the fellowship for this movie, when things really just start getting bigger, uh, visually, everything starts getting bigger. Like the scale of the movie just goes up tenfold. Uh, the, the visually, uh, the cinematography, everything about it, like when we see Rivendell in a little bit, like everything just um uh also in yeah. in isengard and you see how deep everything goes like everything is just turned up turned up to 10 from and here you on see, out like how deep it is in isengard and then in the next scene we're going up like that's a really cool juxtaposition too. Mm-hmm. i really yeah. love that yeah uh so uh strider is handing out daggers like you get a you get a dagger you get a dagger you, <laughs> you get, get a dagger. dagger you get a dagger uh which is great that he has all these things uh, and then he goes to do something. Like he's he's always heading off. He's always heading off to do something, something else. And then somebody's got to hunt, I guess. He does come Ranger's back. Ranger's gonna range at some point. Yeah. Ranger's gonna range. Mike. Ranger's That's gonna true. range. And then we, it's nighttime, and there's a fire, and then they're cooking. And one of the funniest lines in the dark, because this is one of the first times I've watched it with subtitles on, is "Oh, my tomatoes burst." <laughs> <laughs> first (laughs) and then frodo wakes up justifiably freaking out like what are you doing what are you doing put it out you fools put it it out out. yeah then he takes that hard calloused hobbit foot and puts it out with no problem Mm -hmm. yeah yeah no and then there's another there's another good tomatoes line um when we get that wide (laughs) shot and (laughs) uh, it's like oh great ash and my tomatoes I get it. Mm-hmm. You're on the road. You have like, they always talk about balancing dishes. You have one chance to add some acid to your food and it's tomatoes. I mean, they don't have lemon, you know, like mm-hmm. we didn't see it. They don't have lemon trees growing in farmer maggots crops. 
No. So, I mean, that's, that's I, their one chance for like a burst of flavor. It's important. And I, I get that they, you know, they haven't eaten and Mary and Pippin still don't really, especially still don't really know what kind of situation they're in, but they were chased by faceless men <laughs> on horseback for a while. And then they're like, yeah, it's a great idea to light a fire on the side of a cliff up high in a mm. completely exposed, like visible from miles around. It's just like, come on. Uh, it's not the first time Pippin, Mary comes through a lot and this is the not the first time Pippin's going to fuck up a lot. Yeah. I know. I was watching yeah. this scene with my husband and he saw this and it was like shortly after like Pippin was running his mouth at the end and we all know Fool of a Took's coming up and he was just sitting there and he's watching it happen. He goes... I just, I just wish they didn't make the hobbits fuck up so much. And I was like, <laughs> it's true. Like, they're getting such a bad rep as like these survivalists, but yeah, man, they got a lot to learn. You know, they have a lot of close calls, but they also come through big time. Each and every, yeah. every one of them, as we, yeah. as we know. Uh, yeah. So no sooner do they put out the fire, do the Nazgul like, they're there, <laughs> coming and running. There's they're... no escape on. Weather How many talk. is there? Was there five? Yeah. I think so. Uh, yeah, that seems six. like a safe bet. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't yeah, all so, nine. We don't have the the Witch King in the mix yet, of course. Yeah. So greater than three, less than nine come running. And uh Frodo uh is like he puts that ring on and immediately gets stabbed. <laughs> you know I mean? It was like <laughs> I think I probably mentioned this before. It is kind of like uh Daniel San in Karate Kid 2 when he tries to do the crane kick and they're like, oh shit, here it comes, he's gonna get away. And uh this time it's just like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was shocking the first time you guys saw that for me at least. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. I was like, like you don't think movie? it's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. And you're just like, oh, they went there. They mm -hmm. really went there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And no one's going to like save them at the last minute. No. From, from like here until Rivendell, I just remember being like, we got to, we, he's dying. Like, why is there any time? Right. Like he's dead. Like, what are we doing? I remember being just absolutely panicked. This is probably mm -hmm. when my anxiety started now that I'm thinking about <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, <laughs> And it's the first uh, time we get like a good look at the Nazgul, right? Like in, in the mm -hmm. ring vision, we see their like yes. white, yeah. like skeletal, done. like white hair Wispy. and stuff. Yeah. And it's, it's creepy and it's eerie. It's terrifying. And like he reaches for the ring and then like Frodo like pulls it back from him. And that's when he goes in and like stabs him or whatever. And, and like, uh, how dare you? Yeah. 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 And his blade and that, and that vision you? is like glowing, like, hot white like white hot and it just like adds to the like when he stabs him it kind of like burns a little bit and mm -hmm. you're like uh even before you know aragorn is like he was stabbed with a uh morgul blade. blade uh even before you're like that's not just like a sword that's like worse there's something something bad <laughs> it's worse it's worse <laughs> just, i wish that after the stabbing they would have like had a close-up of the nazgul who smelled them in the hobbit hole being like i didn't know we could stab him like, <laughs> <laughs> It's unharmed. But the interruption, unharmed, man. that interruption from when he's stabbing him and looks up and you know it's Aragorn before the camera shows Aragorn. Oh, that was so good. And then, yeah, then this is so like, good. this is why you show up for Lord of the Rings. Like, here yeah. comes Aragorn, like, the, like oh, man. A sword so and excited. A torch. <laughs> like, yeah, our first, like, real, like, big sword fight with him. We get to see, yeah. like, just how capable he is. Sword and torch. Uh, oh does, he throw, I, does he throw does he throw both or does he just throw the torch um he, he definitely throws the torch yeah in a in a face 
that's yeah. the best part i mean that's just like that was the coolest thing i'd ever seen in a movie at that point yeah and <laughs> the like, and oh, the God. actor playing that nazgul catches on fire and he has to run off camera it, to yeah. be put on and you and you think about it now and you're like that wouldn't really happen anymore it would be cgi it would be motion cat whatever but they actually caught a guy on fire to do that I think I, so I think I think do 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 two of, I think two of them get lit lit on fire oh, like yeah. the one gets the, the the face and then another one just like gets lit by the torch but yeah it looks so great because it looks real and like you don't uh because they're already like cloaked and stuff like you don't see like the fire suit on them like you do sometimes yeah. in like older movies or whatever mm -hmm. like and it's just like you know nowadays they would do it CG when it's just like why but why bother when it looks that great mm -hmm. totally. it always looks to me like the last one that gets the fire thrown at him was trying to sneak off. Yes. <laughs> Looking like, for the exit. Yeah. <laughs> His traps are out. Like, oh, oh, oh shit. And the way that the torch like sticks in there too. Yeah. Like it just sticks it makes like a thud. straight out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's how torches work. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't know how faceless beings work. So. Yeah. All right. Well, they, like they give they give Vigo that like super hot over the shoulder look too like right before he does it yeah and he's like his hair is like all windswept and he's just like looks so hot yeah <laughs> so hot he does it looks yeah. great it's like it's the it's the bit it's the first big like here's an action hero moment um in the movie which is fun yeah and once again sam jumps up first he's he's in front of everybody oh uh, like, yeah let me at him let me at him. And then immediately I love that. Aside, um, but still. Yeah. Back you devils. But he's very, I mean, Sam wise, the brave. He, mm -hmm. you see that he totally earns that title. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Takes your job too. very as seriously. Much as, as much as they make their little mistakes, because they don't really know what they're doing. I wouldn't either. You know what I mean? If I were on this quest, but they're friends first, you know, that's all you really need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so he also, gets and also Aragorn. and also <laughs> and employee. Aragorn. Oh, I was gonna say yeah. they're also friends and employee employer. <laughs> Matt cannot get over that. I, I know. I I, I said they were friends last time. Stacy's the one who brought up the employee employer relationship. <laughs> I've been thinking, guys. I've been thinking a lot about this since we last talked, and I think I've kind of figured out their relationship. You know, when you like meet someone platonically, and you're like, "This person's so cool. I just want to get to know them more." And so you find yourself being like, if I text, like, are they going to think I'm like clingy? Are they going to want to hang out with me? Like, I really want to get to know them. Like, I want, I think we would be good friends. I'm going to like look stuff about, about them on Instagram and like, you know, maybe I just do that. But I think that's how yeah. Sam is with Frodo. And I think Frodo's just has a lot of other things on his mind, right? Like yeah. he's just like there existing family stuff going on. But Sam is like, I just want to be friends with him. I think that's what's going on here. Sure. Side note. You're, you're saying Sam's like a like a well, I guess not a clinger is what you're saying, but like he's no, he's more invested he, in the relationship than uh than Frodo can give him time at the present for. I think he wants to take their friendship to the next level. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I think Frodo just like hasn't even thought about it, but he's fine with it. Yeah, that, that rings true. But also, I think like like we can't have Frodo concentrating too much on on Sam in the in these movies because and, and, <laughs> Frodo's got bigger issues that that needs exactly. to get addressed and, and flushed out. Always which is kind of why something. I was actually thinking about this too. Which is kind of why I really like that smile from Frodo when Fro <laughs> remember we talked about last week of Frodo Frickin and Sam. Smile. I know Kelly's rolling her eyes, but it is one of the few times we get Frodo to 
uh, be like kind and generous towards Sam because the rest of the time he's either asking a lot of Sam and Sam's giving everything to him. But this is one time where I feel like we get to see Frodo really give something back to to Sam. Not the one time, but one of the few times. Yeah. So that 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 is an expression of what you're talking about, uh, Stacy, in sure, terms sure. of their relationship. Yeah. And Kelly looks that one sleep smile. Yeah. That, that's yeah, all that, that one Frodo sleep needs smile. to give Sam. <laughs> it meant a lot to Matt Kelly. Let's just let him have We're it. We're telling a story. You can, can only tell. have so much going on. All right, whatever. <laughs> Let's get to the uh, Urukai pits. He gets uh, stabbed by a Morgul blade. Uh, and. It's like sizzling. Uh, this is beyond my skills to heal. He needs Elvish medicine. <laughs> it's beyond my skills to heal. And it fades away. So it, cool. It like disintegrates <laughs> into the air. You're like, what? Yeah. It was waiting yeah. for that line. It does like the uh, infinity stone vanishing. Yeah. <laughs> Thanos snapped it. It like yeah. gets in Aragorn's mouth a little bit. He's like. <laughs> <laughs> Tongue starts to disappear. <laughs> no. you <laughs> did. <laughs> uh, we go to Gandalf back on the top. I love this moth. Okay, I think really? this the moth, moth is really <laughs> yeah I'm just, the, I'm moth. the moth. The um, moth. Frodo smile. I'm gonna start calling <laughs> that. Um, so we see more of the pits, and then we follow this cute little moth, which just I don't know. Moths are weird because they kind of look like like mammals <laughs> like they're so they're furry fuzzy. and yeah yeah they're fuzzy um anyway so like i was gonna say climbs flies up to gandalf and then gandalf does the cage catch with his hand like the yes. most gentle cage catch and then yeah we see we get a close-up of this freaking adorable mop and then it whispers some sweet nothings into its ear and then we get that uh, incredible moth pov down into yeah. like the Uruk factory. I like well, every actually, time that shot happens. Oh yes, go ahead, Mike. Uh, what we what we don't know is that that's actually the fourth moth. He's killed the others. That's why he does. <laughs> that's why he does that cage. Catch. On the fourth the first time, he's like squishes it in his hands. And he's like, oh no. <laughs> You're right. I don't know about I don't know how many moths they had to send to Gandalf um, before he he got it right. But yeah, I, I love that drop when we go mm -hmm. like into the earth. It always just feels like you're like on a roller coaster or something. Yeah. And so they're good. banging away, ting, 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 ting. And we see the Urukai. <laughs> yeah. Was, and the music's got the, that. Weapons. Yeah. Ting, ting. The, <laughs> oh, yeah. The music's given the. Yeah. 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 Dig yeah. up these oily things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The yeah, the Urukai birthing pits, which they like don't totally explain, but no, like, it's like uh, it's mud whatever. mixed yeah. with amniotic fluid. It like creates a mud bubble that yeah. you have to pop to free these yeah. fully formed. I would love to see them in their like in their embryonic stages just grow so large. Do you think yeah. it takes nine <laughs> months? Do you think it takes a day? I think what it's pretty fast. It's gotta be pretty I don't know fast. why, but I feel like it's pretty fast. Um, it's all the there's magic too. Yeah, of a yeah. of a goblin and an orc. Yeah, I they're they're scary though. and then like they free lurts the the like our leader Urukai for for this movie. 
Yeah. The free Lurts and Lurts just immediately chokes free out Lurch. an orc. <laughs> it's just... And Saruman is <laughs> so turned Lurch. on. Saruman yeah, is Saruman's just like, like let it happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He stops his buddies. Yeah. He's like, he this is what he should do. Yeah, so <laughs> angry. Like, right from birth. Rich. Yeah. Yeah. It's not cool. No. So angry right from the start. It's just, like, it's he dug shame. you up, man. He he, yeah. he gave birth to you. <laughs> that's your dad bro that's that orc Come is on. basically your dad he's gonna strangle him he's gonna strangle him break his neck why because you're tall because you're like six feet how cool. many we only saw the the one right or was there i mean we saw like other pods but we only saw like yeah. one yeah we, we just focus in on lurts yeah Lurtable. one turned out real good lurts <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah they had a few uh that we that they, they, they didn't quite make it to uh the battles they tried to they tried to strangle the one that birthed them and the guy was like i barely feel it man <laughs> oh geez it hurts see, my like, hand pov of like uh an huge arm going up and strangling but it's attached to like a teeny little body <laughs> <laughs> like that wow so we get to uh, Frodo again, and he's fading in and out of consciousness, oh and it's, he's not ha- he's not having a good go of it. Stressful. Yeah. Worried yeah. Good about acting. Him. Really good. His acting. eyes are like getting like all pale, mm-hmm. like Those light beautiful blue. blues. Yeah. And he's soon he'll pass into the shadow and become a like, wraith. Ugh. Yeah, and he's starting. To, you're starting to hear a little bit of that sounds from him as he goes. <laughs> what was that, Mike? <laughs> Guys, Sounds like the Nazgul. Closer. A- <laughs> You're starting to hear a little bit of it. <laughs> yeah. Question Stacey. that I've wondered forever: If he turns into a full wraith and he has the ring, is that over? Would they take yeah. it from him before that point? Would he just like? I think he- be like bye, or would they just kill him? Like, or would he be like? Hey, give it to Sauron. But would they? I think they would have to kill him, or they'd probably take the ring from him first. But no one seems to be like he's turning to a wraith. Let's take the necklace off. Yeah, you know, they're they just leave it on him, which I I can't stop thinking about this. I would wait and see if he turns into something like Blade, Blade the Vampire Hunter, the best of both worlds. Maybe yeah, that's he, the best idea been... I've ever heard. Wait until he turns into something like Blade. I like that idea a lot. <laughs> just to see, he might have been. You know, he gets all the powers of the Wraith, but also can still destroy the ring. Could be, yeah, it could be a daywalker. Could be great. He, yeah. He dies and then they like look away and then the camera pans back on him and it's Wesley Snipes like standing <laughs> up. <laughs> Man, I didn't think Lord of the Rings could get any better, but the answer is to insert blade into it. <laughs> yeah. Wesley Snipes. All right. Uh yeah, we also get a little reference to Bilbo's trolls. Mm. Oh, Bilbo's right. trolls. Yeah. 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 Sam's voice in this whole scene is heartbreaking. He just wants Frodo to be okay. It's so sad. Aragorn sends him to, uh, excuse me, Strider sends him to get some king's foil. uh, And then Arwen Evenstar approaches. What do we have here? (laughs) I love that she gets uh, two entrances as a character too. Right. Which is fun. This is her like badass entrance what's going on <laughs> i mean that's as badass as we get but she like she does get the drop on aragorn so it's like uh, oh you yeah. know she's like pretty cool mm-hmm. yeah. yeah 
Yeah. Arrange Honestly, you guys, I was so stressed about Frodo. I remember, I remember very vividly my first time watching this movie. And I remember that scene and being like, who's this chick? We don't have time. Like we, <laughs> we should be getting Speed this the king's up. foil. Yeah. Like why are oh. they, why are people here? Yeah. Um, yeah. And Strider gives glad. her the, uh, the down low. Let's her know what's going on. They have a little argument and she's like, look, dude, we all know I'm the better writer. So <laughs> give him to me, keep the ring on him. I'll get him to, to safety. You fuck off for now. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll meet you there. Go do something. You can uh, walk. Yeah. <laughs> you and your friends uh, can walk. And she runs off with him. Uh, those two are UNNOFT, and they arrive at the river where we have the. Whoa, we're not going to talk about. Oh, hold on. Spain. Let's let's pump the brakes. The what? Let's back. We got. We didn't talk about her second entrance where she's all. In Is that what you're talking about, Kelly? Sorry. Oh, I'm talking about that um, horse chase. Horse chase. Oh yeah, we got yeah. Uh, One of my chase. favorite scenes. Yeah, I was, I don't know about you, Stacy, or Matt or Mike. I don't know if y'all were ever horse people, if you ever <laughs> dabbled in the horseback riding, but I was kind of a horse girl for a few years. Um, and so you didn't have to tell us, we knew. <laughs> <laughs> I have horse girl vibes. Um, I, so this scene like blew my mind. It's probably the most intense um, horse chase I've seen ever in a movie um mm. and i believe jane abbott was Liv tyler's um mm -hmm. rider double um just insane dude that horse is flying yes. like flying yes. um so and when they're like in the forest and she gets that cool the cut oh yeah the cool cut on her thing and it was like a whoops they, yeah, they add such a sound like, effect like, to that oh, little yeah. lash. <laughs> a real yeah. good whip. Which was um, the, and it's Michael the perfect, Winslow from the Police like, Academy. Cheekbone. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, it's it was the definitely the coolest a... scar you could ever it ask was like, for. It was like the Inigo Montoya slash. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. What? Which, yeah. Um, oh, <laughs> Kelly, as a, as a, as a horse fan, you the say horse. you haven't seen. You can call me a horse girl. Yeah, horse girl. a horse girl. <laughs> it's a horse girl um uh better horseback riding scene better chasing uh, uh the zora movies antonio Banderas zora movies great mm. horseback chase sequences standing on it's horses true. which is actually i do i do love this sequence um but i remember seeing it and being like this looks like uh zorro mm. we're gonna get some cool stuff here and compared to zorro it doesn't really stack up but it's a great sequence okay um, okay okay so no thrilling I'm, chasing yeah. i'm with kelly on this i, I was not i was kind i was like a, as horse girl as you can get without actually riding riding a horse, sure um which i think says a lot about me um but just in this <laughs> no, scene, they how existed they start off with like she's like we're the other four ah oh, we do not know and then during the chasing more and more of the ring yeah, are yeah. coming up yeah. and at one point you know you have like a visual of her and they're like surrounding her and then the next she's sprinting away and they're like flying v mighty mm -hmm. duck style behind her it's so stressful and so mm -hmm. good and they they even paced that part of it well with like adding more on i was the music 10. oh my god mm -hmm. it was so good what an introduction to any character mm -hmm. in yeah any movie. and i, I like I that it is like pure chase too like she like the Zoro one that I'm talking like they get it gets to be exciting because he gets to do like sword fighting more and like stunts. fight them. Right, more yeah. stunts. 
but like this is like she knows she has to go like there's no time to waste i can't pull out a bow. like i have to hold on to frodo i can't be pulling out bows or swords or anything and it's just like a pure sprint which is really and cool. i think She's that's gonna- where i'm at yeah i'm i'm like i haven't seen zaro in a long time but i was a fan um but i think as far as like a like pure chasing it's like they do so much with keeping it very simple um and just getting like the the close-ups of like the hooves and the cuts that the horse is like doing in the forest it's mm-hmm. like yeah it's i was like amazed by that so yeah. chase yeah with a floppy hobbit on her yeah she's got she's got what can't she do yeah mid wraiths too uh, yeah, so then they do arrive at the river. Uh, she crosses easily enough, and then they are on the other side, the riders on the other side, like, oh, come on. Water! What did you do that for? <laughs> yeah, that's not fair. So they start to go, and then that's where she's saying the, you know, the magic of her people will protect her, and she calls on them. She calls on, and we talked about this, uh, who was it? I think it was me. I think everybody. It was me. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you were saying that, um, Gandalf was like, oh, the Gandalf horses were my idea. If you want him, come and claim him. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Very yeah, cool. Man. So okay. cool. You see the horses coming through with the splashes and there they go. Get washed away. Which Pretty there's cool. um uh one of the 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 addition that I have of fellowship is that as its cover it's like a painting of that as its cover and it looks like exactly like it does in the movie I love it so the paperback yeah yeah I have that one too great addition I think I do too and she uh (laughs) checks on Frodo and not good yeah not good not good not good at all um what does she do here? I th- like, what do we not see her do? Because don't we go into like the dream sequence right right from here? Yeah. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. But are you saying when she says, whatever power has been granted to me, let it, let it pass to him? him. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So she just kind of heals him with some element, whatever she can. Like a band-aid. Until, until she can get him to Elrond, who's yeah. n- numero uno. It's like a, a little bit of her grace. <laughs> She's kind of <laughs> passing on to just kind of get him get him to the finish line. Yeah, I'm right. uh, I'm laughing because of this this dream sequence. The appearance of Hugo Weaving's <laughs> face is <laughs> so funny. It's it's maybe the thing that's like effects wise, like maybe one of like the things that's aged the worst. <laughs> like, it is charming now, but like it's just like the kind of like white, like just kind of. Uh, ephemeral like soft like music kind of like fading us in and then out of nowhere like a uh, floating head of Hugo weeping gets mm-hmm. real close to the screen <laughs> uh it's just like what where did what is going on who is this guy <laughs> we, we've really only seen him in the prologue at this point but you probably didn't catch it if you weren't paying attention so it's just it's very jarring mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i guess that was meant to be Elrond doing his thing, yeah. right? Like yeah, he doing his healing arrives, work. yeah, and he's like, yeah. "What's the highest ranking of like a medical professional? Is it Surgeon General or Stacy? I guess this is directly to you. Oh, is there like a? Aww. Okay, well that's what Elrond is. <laughs> he's it's like the Walker the- Lion. Surgeon General. <laughs> yeah, he's like <laughs> the highest medical professional, like in 
middle earth. Um, and he's doing his little magic and they do that like white out thing twice. Like they do it with Arwen when she appears and they do it right again with Frodo. I'm like, Oh, they're mm-hmm. having fun with the, with that effect. He must've yeah. like faded out with her faded in with Elrond. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keep so it in weird. the fam. Keep it in the fam. Yeah. yeah so we do then fade up white up on Frodo and he is in Rivendell. Uh, and Gandalf, Gandalf. Uh, and then he's like, Gandalf, wait a second, where the fuck are you? Where the fuck have you been? Have you see this shit? You see my shoulder? What the, yeah. the fuck? Look, the fuck? Look, pulls his shirt this down. This is because of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You said prancing pony, two months, <laughs> you'd be there. Frodo turns into Mark Wahlberg for a few minutes. And then, Why I oughta. <laughs> and Popeye. Hey, hey, I was, where the hell were you? I was waiting for you, guy. Where were you? Delayed. <laughs> that long yeah. breath what in between. Unsatisfying response. Yeah, I was delayed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have time to think of something, Gandalf. Uh, so, yeah. He's not uh, an excuse that, guy. He's not an excuse guy. I really, he, really admire that. <laughs> and, and doesn't that uh, tra- tra- transition us into his flashback mm-hmm. fight with Saruman, mm-hmm. uh, which we could talk about, but as he comes back from, <laughs> he goes, I was delayed. <laughs> and then we come back from that flashback sequence and Frodo asks him, like, are you okay or something like that? And I'm like, what was Gandalf doing for however long? <laughs> just staring off into nothingness and, uh, mm-hmm. for several minutes. Flinching, like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so his flashback is uh, him up on top of Orthonk. Orthonk. <laughs> and uh, shows, his, shows his little getaway. And, and Saruman's up there. How are they all getting up there? Yeah, there's no like hatch. Trap, trap there's no an elevator. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing. This is super well hidden. A fire escape. You'd think it would be up to code. You can can you see Saruman so, climbing I, all the way up Orthonk? Like a little outside <laughs> ladder, you know? Like well, he probably doesn't climb. There. He probably just because you saw the tower inside, it's like hollow. He probably just like glides up there and then there's a little like a flat door, like how you get to your attic, and then you just climb out. Oh, you think he's got a pull down? I think he's like got a, a pull like down. A, a, a pull string. down or a push up. Or a, <laughs> A little string that he pulls down, climbs those rickety stairs, and he's like, oh, closes it. Has lurks carry him out. up. Yeah. <laughs> I checked the Lego set for an answer. Doesn't give you one. There's there's no <laughs> stairs even in the Lego set. I don't know how they got there. This is this is what we need Colbert on the podcast for. Because he, he would, would know. know. He, he would know. A hundred percent. Yeah. All right. So can we get him? Do you have that pull? Gandalf is uh, <laughs> I'll I'll check my contacts and see what we can see what we can do. Uh, maybe we'll get them on by the time we reach uh, two towers, three years from now. Um, yeah. So Gandalf is like, "Oh no, how am I gonna get away?" Oh, but there's that awesome. There's that awesome yet kind of like cheesy shot of like. Saruman with like the moon behind him mm-hmm. and then and the there's eagle. the moth and then the yeah. eagle like takes the mm-hmm. place of the moth. Um, yeah. I feel like that's like a poster that you could get in one of those weird shops at the mall that sold Spencer's. like 
like a Spencer's, Spencer's gift, like, Coast video. I feel like there was a there was a store that Sam always Goody. sold like fantastical like trinkets and snow globes oh, and yeah. weapons. Like I never knew there what would it was be, called. But they wouldn't yeah. have a store. They would be like one of those like little kiosks. Kiosks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, With that a shot off was area in the middle of the mall. Right. Right. Well, that yeah. shot with Saruman in the moon looks like it would be sold at one of those places, and oh, I'd sure. buy it. Hmm. Hmm. I have I get one. one. <laughs> I have two. You were just describing how you came to purchase this. Gotcha. Uh, Sar- so- Saruman gives him a. So you have chosen death. <laughs> yeah. Just also sounds pain. like the Last Crusade. You have chosen yeah. poorly. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. yes, it lives exactly. the same kind of way. Well, we get a that. good. Oh, go ahead, Stacey. I was just saying, I love that Saruman's like not at all a bit surprised by this by these antics like he barely even registers that Gandalf flies away in an eagle and he's just like you've <laughs> chosen and it's like okay and this is what leads me to think that Gandalf is always super extra like even with his <laughs> friends like he's always doing shit like this and I was like oh that's just classic Gandalf leaving on an eagle again <laughs> yeah I'm surprised Saruman let it go so easily and he wasn't just like yeah. pew pew with his yeah. staff or something got bigger fish to fry can't piss off yeah. eagles. I mean, you don't want to get them. You don't want to get birds mad at you. You just don't know yeah. what they're capable of. No, you really don't. True. They're dinosaurs. Yeah. Got big talons. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then, well, then there's that amazing line of like, there is only one Lord of the Ring and he yeah. does not share power. Mm-hmm. Power. Power. <laughs> Ian McCown's voice is so deep. He does not share power. Oh, I love this. <laughs> really runs out of steam. Really runs out of steam at the end. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we get into uh, intro to Elrond. I-, I gotta tell you, Elrond is so good at exposition mm. and just setting the stage like no other in this movie, other than we completely Kate agree. Blanchett, Galadriel. Yeah. yeah. So, so good. Our um, list of allies <laughs> grows thin. <laughs> we get a really good info it's dump. The smell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we get a really necessary Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There is that nice little before we even get to that. The welcome to Rivendell, Frodo Baggins um, gets there, and then they're they're reunited, and Bilbo is there, oh, who's looking, aged look, yeah. 100 years in <laughs> yeah. a yeah. few months. Oof, he oof. Talking yeah, about the plans he had before age caught yeah. up to him. <laughs> He's like, I was, I was going, going go to back. visit the Lonely Mountain, <laughs> the wonders of Mirkwood. He really, yeah, really looks eleventy-one now. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Not a young eleventy-one. No, no, like no. an old ass eleventy-one. An old, an old eleventy-one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And can we talk about how Rivendell is the spa of Middle Earth? Yeah. Oh my god. It is. Like, it's the getaway. The water yeah. features alone. Oh my gosh. It's so, so it's so nice. You don't even need walls. Like their indoors are <laughs> yeah. also outdoors. Like right. everything is you know yes. like inside outside outside inside it's great have we mm-hmm. talked about which one which place you would rather live the shire or rivendell mm. I just was between those two an elf girl myself and i'm starting to get concerned about the economy of the shire now that mary and pippin have been stealing food yeah so i'm probably gonna go rivendell where i bet no one's ever hungry everything's just free uh, wait, <laughs> hold on. I don't think anybody in the Shire is going hungry. Everybody's well, if you're stealing carrots, things are dire. 
Well, that's just their tomfoolery. I think they're just, I, I think they're just mischievous. Yeah, I don't think they need I'm to cons- steal carrots. Well, I'm concerned about it. It raises questions for I me. I think they were probably just like out and about, like out on a hike. And we're like looking for some you know, thrills. Yeah, but they for do making thrills. mischief. Yeah, yeah, messing with farmer maggots. One okay, of the, well then, if I have a nice, list. lovely, if I have a lovely garden in the Shire, I would like to know people aren't going to thieve from it for <laughs> a kick <laughs> for shits and giggles. Is is Farmer Maggot a hobbit? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. There's still 10. Cl- I mean, I guess mm, I'm trying to remember in the book question. whether or not humans live in the, like regular humans live in the Shire or not, but I think it's mostly hobbits. And I think yeah. Farmer Maggot's technically in the, the Shire still. So I oh, guess. You know what? You know who they have him as? The guy who says there, sure. there's no hobbits Girl. here. They're out in Hobbiton. Yeah, they're out in Hobbiton. Uh, in the book, that's farmer. That's supposed to be yeah. Farmer Maggot because he has oh, the yeah. dog there. And then Farmer Maggot in the book does come across the ringwraiths. The ringwraiths are like they stop by his house and they're like, "Yo, have you seen right? Hobbits? Do you know Hobbit? Yeah, so Maggot is here. Yeah, that's why I gave Hobbiton. up so quick. Oh so yeah, just like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like part of that thieving crowd. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I had a problem with him in the earlier episodes. Like, how could you give him up so quick? Now I know. That's why. There it is. They were thieving. He's a desperate man. Mm -hmm. His livelihood's been taken from him. Yeah. it's it's a tough call. I, I could be persuaded either way in which one to live in. Rivendell might have it beat for me right now. Just thinking about that waterfall and those like swimming pools. Like, man, that's nice. That's a good life right there. You know, it's always like quiet. It's probably yeah. always yeah. quiet. I feel like the Shire was like my early 20s and Rivendell is my 30s. For sure. You know what I mean? Like going to a pub, having a having a pint. Singing some songs, classic Stacy. Yeah, classic twenty-year-old Stacy flirting with the gardener, and then uh, and then Rivendell is more like just no one talk. Let's all just relax. Yeah, I think I'm 100 exactly. Rivendell. Yeah, yeah. It but, just seems uh, like there'd be more to do. That wouldn't be my number one place though in the, in the oh. trilogy to live. Oh, can no, we guess? No, no, no. Can we guess? You, you can guess, sure, but I don't know. Mordor, Lothlorien. <laughs> Yeah, it's Lothlorien. Lothlorien. You yeah. literally look like a Rohirrim. <laughs> you do, Rohirrim. but I know Rohirrim. Rohan. I know you wouldn't want to fuck with Rohan. You wouldn't want to. No, no, him, no. But you look like you could belong there. Yeah, that's yeah. that's really look, nice. That's speaking of, really nice. Aomir vibes. Speaking of horse people, hey, I'll take it. There you go. Um, yeah, speaking of Sam, horse people, <laughs> Sam is packed up already, ready to go. Like, okay, all right. Ring yeah. is here. <laughs> you know, that's, He's uh, like, and Frodo's like, didn't you want to like see the elves your entire life? Like, mm-hmm. were you like really looking yeah. forward to we, this? Hey, excuse me, Mr. Frodo. We are six days past our uh, journey point. We were supposed to end at Prancing Pony. Now look at us here. Where are we? Yeah. Okay, saw so the elves is more than I bargained for. Let's get the fuck home. And then Frodo's like, you got stabbed, Frodo. Yeah, yeah. Let's go home. So. Yeah, Sam's freaked that's out. A, it's a it's also. No, you go ahead, Stacey. No, it's just a lovely little moment of Sam being like, we did it. You know, we're, he, he can finally breathe again. They had that fake out at Brie where it was like, we just have to get to Brie. That didn't be the case. Now they're in Rivendell. What is a safer place? They're done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's such an interesting moment for the, the story too, just because it is like, they think they're going home now. Like mm-hmm. they think their part in this story is done. And- they have no idea that there's two more yeah. movies yeah. <laughs> to, to <laughs> explain what they're going to mm-hmm. do next. Uh, but it's 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 an interesting, um, 
I feel like I don't I I can't think of another like movie or story where like midway in the journey the hero thought they were going home for sure and then there was so much more to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't All right. I'm sure it's been uh, done. So then we have our chat with Gandalf and Elrond talking as he's watching Sam and Frodo uh talk about leaving. Uh that wound will never heal. We can ask them where Frodo and then once again, the great expositioner is oh. is talking, laying everything out. His he eye turns, is fixed on Rivendell. He turns his volume up, like just, <laughs> yes. like just to make sure we're all listening. It's yeah, so he, gets, he gets real serious uh, yeah. very quickly in that condo. Mm-hmm. Saruman has crossed the orcs with goblin men. They move in sunlight, crossing huge distances. The ring cannot stay in Rivendell. Yeah. And Gandalf's like, ah, fuck. <laughs> just like lets out this big sigh like come on give me a win getting tossed around by saruman finally make it here and can't stay great yeah I, I don't even know that i really picked up on that uh that the plan was to keep it in rivendell rivendell until this this rewatch i was like oh that was like gandalf's endgame was to, to keep well because he does <laughs> tell frodo like it can only be destroyed in the fires of mordor earlier um yeah, I don't think yeah, Gandalf that's... was thinking like we have to destroy it. I think he was thinking like let's contain it because he probably knows how hard it is to get to Mordor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean Elrond's super powerful. I think Elrond changes the game when he talks about like how Rivendell is like fading and his people are leaving. And they're leaving. Yeah. I think, I think, I think Saruman you know? is the biggest change though from, from yeah. that convo of like yeah. he said like uh we we you know Rivendell doesn't have the strength to defend it sell from Mordor and Isengard or whatever mm-hmm. and it's like oh that's why like Saruman uh, in, in this instance is like so significant because now they have two ba- they have two armies to face and Rivendell can't handle that by itself yeah, and Enter also Boromir. probably just needs like a sounding board like he thought he had Saruman to talk this over with that failed and his his next ally is Elrond and mm-hmm. you know you just you can't he can't be making these decisions all on his own you know Elrond's the one to do it. He, call, yeah. he calls and, a meeting. He yeah, sends out yep. some crows. He <laughs> sends some, yeah, a paperless post. Um, <laughs> and, I don't know how that how long that took. At all channel. Uh, and yeah, we get Baromir, Legolas, and the dwarves arriving in rapid succession. Uh, and they all get like a still- cool entrance, though. Oh, like it's everyone. brief, but it's, yeah. Everyone mm-hmm. in this movie gets such a good entrance. And the entrances yeah. are my favorite part. I love I it. am sure there is a 90s sitcom intro featuring all of them. If we search <laughs> the internet, I'm, I'm positive with like family matters and they're each getting their little hello. I will search for it. And if I can find it, I will post it in the episode links. Uh, yeah, Barmir Legolas Swerves arrive and they're still having their conversation. Like, I'm leaving. We're all gone. Who are you going to look to? Like, who are you going to call? And... Uh, <laughs> He's like, oh, I will look to the men. He's in, Elrond's like, mm, will you though? I've seen. <laughs> will oh, but the like the the feeling you get in that dialogue where he's like, men, men are weak. I mean, and he goes into it. Um, mm-hmm. I was again, there. The yeah, expositioner. <laughs> he was there the three day that the strength of men. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was there three thousand years ago. Middle he earth. has. He has let this <laughs> grudge go on against men for 3,000 years. And this is the part where I said, I think in an earlier episode, that the only bigger drama queen in this entire trilogy than Gandalf is Elrond. 
It starts here at the exposition and it continues through the council. But I, I love think it. Elrond is it. totally justified in I agree. his feelings. Like, but I, he I, is, I, everything he does is with a flourish. I was there. He's an elf. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the elves kind of got beef with everybody, which is funny too, because they're also like, you, you're going to you're going to turn to men or what about the dwarves they're they're too busy hiding <laughs> their gold and their caves and stuff to care about the affairs of the middle earth and it's just like i mean he's not wrong but the, the else no. you know he they, sounds they, a little bitter he sounds like a bitter boy i was talking shit yeah, yeah. a little snobby he's um, a bitter boy yeah. but also elrond <laughs> is so like i was there the day the uh strength of men failed them right but also like uh what happened after Isildur turned around? Was there more conversation? Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, hey. Just <laughs> like, shoot him, hey. Elrond. Shoot him. <laughs> like, why aren't we not? Yeah. yeah. Kind of, right? Like, it was just them two. Like, they, well, I, I feel like there could have been some. Tackle the <laughs> yeah. shit out of him. Yeah. I mean, come on. He was probably kind of in shock. Kind of just like, wait a minute. Yeah. You are not going to do this? And like, I know Isildur's <laughs> king and you can't go around like killing kings and, no. and stuff like that. And I'm not saying he should kill him, but I'm saying there should have been at least a little bit of like, whoa, whoa, whoa dude, like, oh, hang on a second. Like, let's talk about this. He was yeah, afraid to he him. was going to slip on that ring and, and you know, who, who knows what would have happened then. Yeah. And Isildur's like, no, 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 it's going to be different this time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, just like uh, Alron just looks him in the eye like Larry David, like, perm, perm. <laughs> okay okay who doesn't destroy okay. the ring who doesn't destroy the ring <laughs> you gotta destroy the ring <laughs> all right uh so there is one who could unite them one who could reclaim the throne of gondor cut to the throne cut to strider and uh he turned from the long time ago mm-hmm. he has cut. chosen exile which is like- where we first start getting oh he's a little bit more huh there's a little bit more to this guy. <laughs> Which, did we, did we talk about how that's like a um, an addition of the movies, like how Aragorn's not really like that in the book? Which is, I think, a, a <laughs> I think, I think a plus in the movies column that, like, in the book, Aragorn's like very much like I'm going to be king again one day, and there's mm-hmm. like no reluctancy to it. I ve- mm-hmm. I really like how in the movies he's like in exile, like yeah. doesn't really think he's scared. He's going to make the same mistakes as a soul door and mm-hmm. stuff, which is more uh, like just a makes him journey. way more interesting. Yeah. Arwen, like as his ride or die in those scenes too, being like, you are not a sealed door. You know, you won't make his mistakes. And you're like, yes, Arwen. Yeah. Like, thank God he has you. You're more than your bloodline. Yeah. Yes. Right. yeah. You needed to, you needed to hear this Aragorn and I'm glad it's coming from Arwen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say that they handle it so much better within these films that whole uh, reluctant leader deal than Jon Snow. Spoiler oh. alert for Game of Thrones people. Yeah. Um, I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't yeah. want it. And then you have Boromir and Strider <laughs> in the in the basement. We see the shards of Narsil. Uh cuts himself on it. This three thousand year old blade, dude. You gotta get that looked at. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hopefully, he's up to date on his tetanus shots. But he is so weird in this Barmir. Gives so such weird, weird vibes. I don't mm-hmm. totally understand why. Yeah, I guess just because Aragorn's just like so mysterious. Like he doesn't tell him his name, and uh, he doesn't really you're give not him elf. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> doesn't really give him much in the way of conversation. But Barmir cuts himself with that, like drops the sword and then just and walks doesn't away. pick it up Stop, sees that it's dropped and then it's just like oh, i'm too embarrassed to go back and like yeah. pick it up that is something. 
not proper museum etiquette. Like no. as if you're considering this like a, a museum it. of natural history in yeah. Rivendell, which I think it is. I'm pretty sure that they had to buy yeah. a ticket to get in it's there. It's their archives. Yeah, yeah, you're not allowed to do that. Yeah. yeah. I think it, one thing with that moment is I think in this moment you see uh, or Boromir sees that there is that he's not his whole fa- his line his family that has defended them which is why he's so up in arms at the the council are not the rightful heirs uh that there is still somebody out there that if they wanted to kind of claim the throne they they're they're just the the stewards uh so kind of spitting on the, on that a little bit i think is what's uh, what's going on here a little envious a little envy yeah he's just all around handling it super weird it's like when you are trying to talk to someone who's just not giving you anything and mm-hmm. you start to slowly like disintegrate as a person <laughs> socially and you're just like uh you just i've given you all my charm like what's going on um yeah. so i feel like that's what's what's happening there and yeah he really just weird first impression super mm-hmm. weird first impression super weird. Yeah. yeah not a good start and strider yeah. picks up that sword and it will not and be. And then lays the it down all crooked. He lays <laughs> it down crooked. My brother and I used to always be like, wait a minute, that shit's so crooked. Like, Strain it fix out. Fix it. Yeah. yeah. But it's so, about, it's like cute. It's cute because he thinks he does a good job, but he doesn't. <laughs> in about 20 episodes, when we're talking about um, Anduril reforged from the shards of Narsil, they must have found some extra pieces. Later yeah, on. Not enough there to reassemble it. I don't know. Yeah, there was there's like, a, in there's some like other, an archivist. I mean, give me that sword. Give me that sword. Yeah. <laughs> an elven archivist in back being cool. What's in this box? Sword pieces. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I have uh, I have another fun um Lord of the Rings Philly anecdote. Everyone wants to hear it. Great. So this- <laughs> Narsol's grandfather actually lives in Philly. <laughs> <laughs> no, so there's this cafe in um Kensington called Buzz Cafe. I guess it, you'd consider it Kensington. Um, and the owner is like a mega nerd. So you go into this cafe, there's just Star Wars shit everywhere. There's like, it's just like mega nerdo. And one time we're there, we're getting a coffee and he goes, he's like, um, I've got Aragorn's sword. And I was like, kind of unprompted. And we were like, huh? He goes, yeah, you want to hold it? I was like, fuck yeah, I want to hold it. So he goes up and gets it, brings it down. And it was like an exact replica of that sword. It was really heavy. It was super cool. And apparently he let some dude borrow it for his Lord of the Rings themed wedding. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, you, you are quickly becoming my favorite cafe manager of all time. So very, Buzz Cafe, well, shout out to Buzz Cafe. Delicious uh, breakfast wow. sandwiches. Check it out. Fascinating. Thank yeah. you, Kelly. For all yeah, your Lord of the Rings wedding themed needs, Philly check out those cafe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that yeah. one specific one. <laughs> we mentioned it briefly. Uh, Aragorn and Arwen. She sees him kind of looking over the oh, the shards yes. of Narsil. Why are you scared? And he's just you know the same blood, same weaknesses. You are not bound to his face. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do we have here? Wait, hold on. Staring uh, at a sword. <laughs> I'm remembering back when I talked about the casting choices, Kelly, the, your first guest was Arwen. And based on some of these impressions here, do, do, do y'all have beef with, uh, with uh, Liv Tyler? I have, See, like, tw- I have 20 years later, they're all set in stone. <laughs> you know, there's no, there's no, <laughs> they're all like, can't I can't imagine, regardless of any issues I have with any casting, 
I could never see anybody else in any of these roles. So I, I, I zero percent. Yeah. None, none whatsoever. I loved her from the minute I saw her. I don't think I even realized how bad her accent was until I was older. I think she looks, I think she <laughs> well, looks elv- elvish. I mean, it's a made up accent. So is it that bad, right? I mean, they all kind of have a British accent, and if they is she if, is she accent, trying to affect a British thing? Maybe I'm like maybe I, it's it's so I bad that she, I don't even realize what she's. trying to I think to she do. is, but know. she's young. I mean, what is she in this movie? Like twenty. Yeah. So okay, so here's the thing: is I actually I make fun of the way she speaks because it's like so hard not to. <laughs> um, but I do think my issues, any issues I have with Liv Tyler as Arwen, are more director it's more director beef than it is like acting beef. Like clearly she was directed to be that way and speak that way. So I'm like, okay, I say that's more of a Peter Jackson thing than a Liv Tyler thing, but I without a doubt think she looks the part. Um, And I think her acting isn't terrible, but yeah, I think the way she speaks is just kind of distracting. No one else speaks that way. So I'm just like, I'm kind of taken out of it. Apparently, um, I think part of it is that like her natural voice is pretty high. And like, I think she like worked with a voice coach, like lower her voice to like, and do like a deeper voice. Um, so that would like read better. Uh, Cause if she did her regular voice, it would be worse. I think. Hey everybody, it's me, Arwen. <laughs> Arwen, check hot off his car. Okay. I looked it up and she was 24 in the first. Mm-hmm. I mean, four. Checks yeah. out. Wow. That's so, so young. that's, she's a baby. She's young. Here's the deal. We're going to end it here. We didn't even Aww. get to the council. Oh, before the council? Yes, before the <laughs> council. So um, We're so upset. Yeah. Uh, before we get to the council of Elrond, we'll pick up with that next time so that way we can play the, the sound bite, <laughs> which is more, again, I love Aragorn. Uh, and I think that the choices though they are varied, they are all still the best choices. <laughs> like every single one I stand by, but listening to it in the clip, it is amazing. And again, we're not even going to get to it till the next episode, how it gets higher. His voice yeah. gets higher and yeah. more nasally yeah. Yeah. in that scene. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's crazy. It's all over the place. And then when it, when we'll get to it, but it's like when he goes, when you have my, <laughs> you have my sword, it's kind of back to like mm-hmm. base level yeah. accent, but I'm like, whoo-hoo, what a yeah. roller coaster. I think he, I, we'll get to this. Yeah. I just think it's a little bit of stage fright. He's talking to his peers. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> yes. Uh, our next episode. Should we just we'll... want to be a full episode <laughs> on the council. We'll get the council of Elrond. Yes. We'll All right. Uh, so think about everything we've discussed so far, just within this episode, who do you feel won and lost? Let's begin with the losers. Matt. Uh, it's got to be the orc that gets immediately choked out by Lurtz. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> really got a sh- really got a shit deal on that one. Yeah, that dude was like, it was the last day before retirement too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just got one more day, and then I'm retiring. I'm out of here. Let me just dig up Should this orc. Be difficult. <laughs> I'm just going to dig up these luby condom babies and then be on my way. <laughs> That's it. Can't wait to go wash all this lubricant off my hands. <laughs> boy, do I love, boy, do I love breathing so much. 
Uh, and dude is looking around like, a uh, little help. <laughs> and Saruman's smiling. Other orcs terrified. Uh, is an poor orc guy. in the back? He doesn't like, want to give out another pension. This orc in the back, like erasing the chalkboard. That's like 100 days without an incident. Don't <laughs> 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 <Down> a zero. <laughs> <laughs> oh bummer uh, yes great great loser uh stacy that was so good matt um i'm gonna go for the obvious and say frodo lost because he got mm-hmm. the shit stabbed out of him by mm-hmm. a nazgul blade which is not in your ordinary stabbing so yeah, yeah that that sucked he lost he yeah. lost that round wounded for life yeah yeah always gonna bother him yeah uh kelly yeah, mine was going to be Frodo, very obvious loser. Um, I guess my mind goes to Sam. I think mm-hmm. Sam's a loser because um, he is just so set with being able to like, okay, we get to Rivendell and then we can go home. Um, and that idea is kind of um, not true anymore. So I feel like that's when your mind is set on something and then it turns up like, oh, nope, change of plans. That's mm-hmm. a that's a lot to do, and he's already been through so much. So I think Sam is my, you know, it's not like an obvious choice, but he's my soft loser for this one. Mm. Yeah, uh, my loser. I'm gonna go with Lord Elrond, and the reason mm. is that he had a chance to stop this shit. He had a chance uh, to just oh yeah, guilt three thousand years ago. And uh, he didn't. He didn't do it. And then he's just he, like, "Oh, men. Men are terrible. Men are this. Men are that." Like, dude, you could have stopped this shit. A little projecting, are we, Elrond? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. Does this uh, keep you up at night, Elrond? Yeah. Um, I was there. I saw it. Well, then why didn't you do something about it? I was. I, I was he really was far. far away. Um, he was, he was far. Yeah. It was I hard was, to hear. Oh, yeah. I didn't know if he was gonna maybe do it last minute. It was outside of my elf magic. <laughs> he put the ring on and he punched me and I blacked out. And then when I came to, he was I almost on. died. I almost <laughs> fell into the fire. Uh, let's hit those winners. Uh, Stacy. I'm going to say Arwen because she proved once and for all that she is the faster rider and she gets bragging rights <laughs> with her bow from now on. Like that's yeah. going to be, you know, that's going to be a conversation. If they're like, oh, how long do you think it takes to get to your parents' house? Oh, well, <laughs> if am I riding or are you riding? You know, bragging kind of rights so. till the end of time. Yeah. And she mm-hmm. also she got rid of those uh, Nazgul with the the, the waves, or you know, helped yeah. to at least. Well, that mm-hmm. too. I'm thinking more of like the mean, with, the spiteful kind of way. Yeah, yeah exactly. Sure, yeah, sure, the other sure. stuff she did was also great. Yeah, Kelly. I think I'm gonna go with Gandalf. Um, because he, it looks like there was some closure between him and Saruman, which I feel like is a big deal. And he escaped. He got help. He was able to coordinate between his, between Mothy and the Eagle, and he was able to get out of there and make it to Rivendell. So. Yeah. 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 And Matt. Gotta go with Strider on this one. I mean, he (laughs) kicks some Nazgul butt, sets couple on fire um helps you know helps to rescue frodo i mean he's 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 not having the best time but like in that battle of weathertop he's a winner yeah yeah uh a side loser could have been that last wraith that was trying to sneak off unnoticed yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh geez you can't see idiot (laughs) (laughs) and uh for me my winner uh i'm gonna go with frodo because uh he is uh living 
he's alive. <laughs> and he, and did, he accomplished his mission. He did what he yeah, set out to do. He did. Uh, At this point, yeah. he believes that he's, he's headed home. The ring is in safe hands. Uh, he sure he was stabbed that he's going to be wounded for life and it's probably going to be miserable nightmares and shit for all eternity, but he saved middle earth and he is alive to, uh, to head back home to the Shire. Mm. All right. Um, so nice for this podcast and others that we do, you can go to xroadscomedy.com. Uh, we do have some shows coming up. Those will be in the episode notes, including a not yet rated improvised rom-com run. If you are in the Philadelphia area and if you are fully vaccinated, you can check those out. They are live shows uh, in downtown Philly on February 13th and 14th. What a great Valentine's Day night that can be. You can take your vaccinated significant other <laughs> to, a, to a dinner in downtown Philadelphia. It's beautiful center city, Philadelphia, and then check out not yet rated an improvised rom-com and laugh the night away. How about that? Wow, you sold that. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm in. So. gonna perform, I'm so. gonna go. <laughs> all right. I'll Thank you to my fellowship, it. Kelly, Matt, and Stacy, and you all for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.